0: Log Talk Radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I'm, of course, William Memo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Not much, man. Just glad to be on the show, doing the show with you, as always. Yes, likewise. And I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out another episode of Sports Urban Legend. Um, We're going to talk a a, a lot of, you know, various different types of, Topics in the world of sports and entertainment. Um, we're gonna we're gonna lead off with uh, baseball news. Manny Machado is officially uh, a San Diego Padre. I'll give you my thoughts on that. Um, you know Bryce Harper is um, as of right now still a free agent um, after he met with the the Phillies owner. Uh, we'll talk. We'll also talk about um, the Jesse Smollett story. We'll also talk about, uh, you know, the NBA and basically the best week in Kofi Kingston's career as of right now, and my thoughts on, you know, um, Elimination Chamber and his upcoming Fast Lane uh, match. But of course, uh, most importantly, um, you know, we'd love to hear from you, and uh, the number is nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. That's nine one seven. 388-4189, So, feel free to um, you know, let your voices be heard on any of these topics. Uh, without further ado, let's um, let's um, talk about Manny Machado, and um, you know, basically, it was a foregone conclusion that, you know, by hook or by crook, you know, he'd be a Yankee because, you know, he would most likely take a pay cut to come to the Yankees, but. You know, you know the name of the game um, in sports. You give the most money, the the player's gonna. Most time, they're not it's gonna come on your team. And you know, he signed with the Padres. I mean, the Yankees. You know, they get they allegedly gave him an offer. I mean, that was less than, you know, obviously the Padres um, signing, which is a historic deal. You know, ten years, three hundred million. That's the most a free agent ever gotten. I mean it, you know. Um, it, it pales in, in comparison to the thirteen years, uh, 225 contract that uh, the Marlins signed um, Giancarlo Stanton to. And then, of course, in typical Miami Marlins fashion slash uh, Florida Marlins fashion, after they sign a, a big fish, they trade him away. And um, he 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 got traded to the Yankees, where he had. Um, Stanton had a, a off year, and when you think about this off year, he he still hit 30, 37 home runs and knocked in a hundred RBI. So I mean, you'd sign up for an off year like that. I mean, the guy didn't hit fifty nine home runs like he did the year um, previously. Um, you know when when he was with the um, with the Marlins in uh, two thousand and seventeen, but he still had a, a good year, but. In that case, like I was saying two two years ago, the Yankees didn't need Giancarlo Stanton because their their lineup is pretty much stacked. You know, they just need to hit better in the in the postseason. And the same case here with Manny Machado, Yankees didn't need Manny Machado. You know, they got a a stacked offense, and um and besides, um you know, they really didn't need him. I mean, Didi Gregorio should be coming back, you know, healthy. You know, soon, and they they really didn't need to make that 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 signing. Not to mention, Manny Machado admitted during the World Series that you know he doesn't hustle all the time. So um, that's not that wouldn't be a good look in pinstripes or in orange and blue uh, with the Mets. So um, you know he made the move that was right for him, and he's gonna he's gonna be the face of the Padres. And the rumors are that. Bryce Harper might join him in in uh in uh, San Diego, which I mean I strongly doubt that. But I'll dive into that after I hear your thoughts, Mac. Uh, what, what do you think about the whole Manny Machado situation? Well, you know I never bought into the idea that he's gonna comes into the, to the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees really wanted Manny Machado. They would have got Manny Machado. So, you know, he would have got that contract or more for the Yankees because Yankees can Yankees have money. That he could slap. True. So Very true. they could have gave him that contract. So it proves that they weren't they weren't highly invested in him from the beginning, and you no know, rightfully so. I mean they they have a young infield that's set. You know they have Torres, they have Andujar. Yeah, I mean, D.D.'s injured right now, but you know they got mm-hmm. once they got Troy Tulwitzki and um, what's the other guy. Uh, DJ Mahe, uh, Lamehu, not to be a comedian, we'll call it Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, once they got those guys, it it, it proved that they didn't, they didn't care if they got Manny Machado or not. So I never really bought into the idea. And I actually thought he was going to go to the Phillies. But it looks like now, Harper might be going to the Phillies, possibly. So... But yeah, I was stunned that he went to the Padres. I mean, the Padres was one of the last teams I thought he would go to. But Padres, they had money, and he uh, he signed with them. And now, hopefully, you know, he's gonna add, give them some added offense to that team. Um, I'm not very familiar with the Padres team, but are they were they that good last year? Were they any good? Um, not not to my knowledge. I mean. I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to check. I mean, I'd have, I'd have to check, to be honest with you. Okay. Um. But yeah, I was surprised he, he went there too, but you know, like that, that uh, 90s Chris Tucker, Charlie Sheen movie, Money Talks. And yeah. you know, that's what he signed with them. He, now he has the biggest contract of a free agent until Bryce Harper most likely signs. And um he, he most likely is going to be with the Phillies, you know, yeah. Um the Phillies are really they're really going in on, on Bryce Harper. It's gonna be a huge slap in the face if he rejects them because there's rumors that he has um he has um uh concerns of signing with uh Philadelphia. But yeah. uh literally um yesterday the Phillies owner um flew a plane to meet Bryce Harper in his hometown Las Vegas just to try to Vincent to sign, and as of right now, Harper hasn't signed with them. And uh, th- that that same owner um, allegedly said that he's willing to pay stupid money for Manny Machado or Bryce Harper. Wow! And the rumor was that they were more interested in in Manny Machado than Bryce Harper. So now that Manny Machado, um, you know. Signed, you know, with uh, with the, what you would call it the, the Padres, um, you know, now they're really going all in on Philly on uh, Bryce Harper, and it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's perfect, you know, it's perfect for them to graft after him because they kill two birds with one stone. One, you get a middle of the order guy, and two, you steal him away from your your division rival. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, I give credit to Phillies owner John Middleton. You know, he's going—he's really going all out. You know, to try to win uh, to try to win and get Bryce Harper back. I mean, they got a good young team, and you know, Gabe Kapler—he, you know, he, you know, he had a um a good season with the with the with the team. So you know, they start off, um, they start off poorly, um, in the first half, and then they they turned it around in the second half. Which is unfortunately the exact opposite of the Mets, you know in april they they played well then they had may and June where they were horrible, and then in the second half they started to you know the the Mets started to play well in um you know in um August and september but um yeah the Phillies are the Phillies are really trying to make them surpass the Braves and try to take this division and um the nationals owner. Um, Mark Lerner basically um, removed himself from going after, um, uh, you know, you know, in in contention of re re-signing uh, Bryce Harper. But to be honest with you, until he signs on the dotted line, he could be going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and there's even a bigger rumor that he might sign with the Padres, which I don't see it happening. I mean, he might sign with the Giants. You know, but. I think most likely he's going to – I think he's going to most likely sign with the Phillies, even though right now the, 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 um, the signs are pointing to him like, okay, the Phillies are giving him stupid money, so why don't he sign it? So, I mean, it could go either way, to be honest with you. But I wouldn't be surprised if he signs with the Phillies. I would be shocked if he doesn't sign with the Phillies because, you know, that, with that ballpark, other than, you know, the Yankee Stadium, I mean, he's tailor-made for that ballpark. So I'd be surprised if he leaves the East Coast, you know, and signs with the with the Giants or the Padres. Um or, or, and even the White Sox was um interested in him and um you know, they uh Ken uh Williams, he 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 was shocked that Machado signed with um with um with, with the Padres. So Essentially, he's out of he's out of the Bryce Harper stakes Also, so yeah, we're we're all waiting to see any day now uh, where Bryce Harper signs. But yeah, this NL East is going to be a tough division. I like the moves that the Mets made. You know, they made a lot of improvements. But the the whole question is, is it going to be enough to take the NL East? Because the Nationals, the Braves, the Phillies—you know—they're all tough customers. So, you know, we're gonna we're gonna see him soon enough, you know, what the Mets are gonna do. And you look at um, Dallas Keuchel, Craig Kimball, who's still a free agent right now as we speak. And uh, you know, I would love to see Mets sign him, sign him as a fifth starter to to solidify that bullpen, which is uh, I, well, rather the the starting rotation because. Obviously, historically with the Mets, the pitching is always their calling card, you know. And if they sign Keiko and he could bounce back to what he was a few years ago, you know, they won't have any weakest links in the, on the pitching side. Um, so hopefully the Mets will sign him. But um, most likely he's going to either sign with the Phillies or the, the Braves. Or maybe, uh, you know, who knows, maybe, maybe even the Yankees. But I doubt it. But until he signs up the dotted line, we'll see what happens with that. And then on well, the Kimbrough side, now there's rumors that he might not, he might sit out the whole year instead of taking a contract that you know you know that's belittling to him. So I, I definitely see him signing with the the Phillies, to be honest with you, or or, or returning to the Braves. So that's another thing to keep your eye on, out on. I, I think, I think both Kimbrel and um, um, Harper go to the Phillies, and right now it's it looking like Phillies can land Harper. I mean, I, there was rumors weeks ago that Harper had a already had a verbal agreement with the Phillies. So, you know, I, I think they're going to sign him soon. You know, and the contract might even surpass Machado. You know, yeah, yeah, another insane contract. So. Uh, I think I think to be honest with you, I think uh Bryce Harper's contract is gonna be ten years, three hundred and twenty six million dollars. Just so you could get an extra million more than uh than uh what um uh Giancarlo Stanton signed in that uh thirteen year um uh three hundred twenty five million dollar contract he signed with the Marlins before he was of course traded to the Yankees. So Yeah, that's that's gonna be an insane contract. That's my prediction right there. That's going to be insane. I'd, look, I'd love to see Bryce Harper leave the NL East. I mean, he's not coming to the Mets, so good riddance and Let him go someplace else. But, hey, if he's going to stay in the NL East, come with the Phillies or Nationals, or or well, I doubt the Braves. But, um, you know, hey, bring it on, you know. Like Brody Van Wagner said, you know, come and get us. So it is what it is. It's out of our control. Yeah. And... You know that's that's the way it is, and um, the the Mets won their first spring training game. Pete Alonso, formerly known as Peter Alonso, hit his first home run of spring training. So the Mets are looking to improve their offense and try to be a situational hitting team, and especially with runners in scoring position, instead of trying to wait for the three three run home run like you know a stereotypical American League team. So. You know with Chili Davis, you know changing the culture offensively. You know the Mets should uh, they should be a lot better offensively because um, they they couldn't get any worse than they were last year, the runners in scoring position. So we'll see what happens with with the with the Mets. Did Robbie Cano play today? Um, I'm not sure if he played. I'm because I, I didn't see the whole game. Um, let me see if he if he played. Oh uh, yes, he got his um, first base hit. Um, yeah, he went one for three uh, today. I think mean, I might have saw that part. To be honest with you, because I did see him hit, and then I saw Conforto hit a ball up the middle that he was, you know, he had a, he had an infield hit. I think it was back to back. My memory serves me right. Um, mm, okay. But yeah, Mets won four to three. I mean, one win and. 162 regular season games to go, (laughs) in in March 28th. So, at the end of the game, the the day, as long as they stay healthy and, you know, the right 25 guys uh, on the team make it. You know, the best 25 guys make it on the team. That's all that matters. So, you know, we'll see what happened with that. But um, yeah, let's let's shift gears on a more serious uh, story. And of course we're talking about the biggest story um in entertainment news right now. And of course um you know we're talking about the Jesse Smollett story and man what a what a tangle web we weave man like you know when I first heard heard this story, you know, I was you know I was shocked that that happened to him. I mean, obviously you I mean we live in a world where there's a lot of bigotry of all sorts, so I mean it's not that surprising something like that could have happened. But you know, once you peel the layers of the story, um, it just it became unfortunately evident that he that uh, he made up this whole story. Question you'd want to the the number one question that pops in my mind and a lot of people's mind is why would he do it? I mean. You know he was very popular on the show, and um, you know the rumors is is that you know he did it for attention and he wanted to get a pay increase because it reportedly he made allegedly he made one hundred thousand dollars per episode, and he feared that his he, his um his character was going to be taken off the show, so he allegedly came up with this story to um to get sympathy and to, um, basically, um, you know, secure his spot on the show. And, um, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I mean, who, who, who would have thought some, he he would have made a, a story up like that. I mean, he literally had nothing to win, gain from this story. I mean, there's enough bigotry and racism, you know, Of all kinds already, without you making it up, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, it was just it was just a crazy and messed up situation, man. Uh, What's your thoughts on the whole situation, man? This story is disgusting, literally and figuratively. This story, the dude had a following Mm -hmm. from his show Empire, and he has fans. Supporting you, backing you, because they thought this story was actually happened. It was legit. And then we find out weeks later that he staged the whole thing. He hired uh, those two Nigerian guys that he was buddy buddies with and did this all for what? Uh, To unhappiness with his salary and attention? I mean, those police officers then wasted their time on this case, spent hours and hours looking into this, they could have spent their time on another case that was needed. Absolutely. So this dude wasted valuable manpower, wasted valuable time, taxpayers' money, into BS, and he's still in denial about it. He hasn't apologized. He's not remorseful about what he did, and he's hiding right now. You you know, on social media, you don't even see a new post since Since like from two weeks ago or three weeks ago, you know, he hasn't posted since coward for that and a troll for tricking us all. And like I said on my show, this dude needs to go to jail, go to prison, uh, drop the soap and like it and get it real hard in the anus. Oh, my goodness. Harder than he's ever had it. Okay, now you're going to go through. I mean it, but. But um, I mean, it's crazy, man. I mean, I mean, it's crazy that he he would think of coming up with a, with a with a crazy story like that, man. I mean, you know, now his biggest fear is gonna come true because they're taking him out of the show. They they're removing him from scenes, and his career is basically done because you know his word isn't good anymore. Like he was, uh, he was allegedly saying before that he had hate you know death you know death threats and had you know hate mail which i mean obviously i mean generally speaking i mean it's understandable when you're you're in the limelight and you're very popular there's going to be some people hating on you but i mean now that he lied he has no credibility now so how do we know he he didn't make that story up too yeah and nothing like that that made me like question his story like a few days ago was that basically you know he there were rumors early on that he had a broken ribs and then afterwards when he did the concert, like shortly after the incident, you know, he looked fine, you know, he did look like he had no injuries whatsoever and he's like whining and grinding and he's supposed to have a broken ribs. And then, you know, he did the interview with Robin Roberts where he basically um, said that he didn't have broken ribs. And then, you know, the whole story with, you know, the, 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 the alleged attackers, um, you know, wearing a mask and allegedly also wearing a MAGA hat on top of the mask, and, you know, it was just, it was just a crazy story, man, and people trust him, I'm like, there's a bunch of memes on him, like, so she's a Tyra Banks, they trust in you, you know, it's it like, <laughs> that basically, you know, it symbolizes what, you know, how we feel, you know, like. People who trusted, believed, took his took his word, you know, that he was a victim. You know, now people, Jesus, you know, like that. yeah, you know, because generally speaking, when people are in a situation like that, you want to take you want to you know at first you want to take that word for it, you know, before you get the facts, you know, so you can hear them out and let them feel comfortable that they they could share their story. But him now now because of this. You know, people are gonna be a little looking side eye for, for stories like this. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's messed up. I mean, obviously, like we, like I said in the beginning, like there's enough bigotry, you know, homophobia, racism, you know, um, misogyny, and all those all those type of big, bigotry that's going on in this in this world to begin with. That you don't need to be faking storylines storylines like this for attention so I mean, it's messed up. now he, now he's gonna have to deal with that you know yeah. and I feel sorry for the people who who still believe that he's telling the truth I mean I mean like the same goes he, he's innocent until proven guilty so we'll see you when the facts uh, the facts um fall so yeah I mean this is the... a, a horrible way to end your a, a, a very promising career this is going to do the opposite of what he wanted. He's going to lose fans. He's going to lose money. He's going to lose exposure, celebrity yeah. status, you know, and time away from society family because he's going to go to jail. Exactly. And then another thing, you know, he had a, a very popular character, like, uh, you know, along with, uh, you know, Taraji Piansen's, uh cookie character and, and, um you know, um Terrence Howard's character on the show. Like, um, I mean, he was he was a very popular character on the show, so you know who knows his show, his character could have could have had a spinoff, but you know that's going to be that's 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 down the drain because of what he did, you know. And then apparently he, you know, at the after the attack, he he, you know, he had bleach and he was you know on a noose and apparently he ate a sandwich even though he had bleach on his face from the attack or. Like, I mean, it's just a, it's just an insane story and
1: let me, unfortunately, let me ask you, you
0: know. Yes, I'm listening. If, let's say they kick him off the show, mm-hmm. and they need a gay character, and they, they give Will, they give you a phone call, Will, we'd like you to play this gay character on Empire. What would you say? Well, first of all, I'm not an actor. So <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> not,
1: I'm hey, not, most people aren't actors,
0: you know. Well, what would you do? Should I take the role? Fuck. Uh, If he was making $100,000 an episode, uh, hell yeah. There you go. You got your replacement right here, folks. Yeah, man. Sign me. Show me the money. (laughs) Well, all all seriousness, um, you know, just a a messed up way to end, you know, to mess up a career like that. But it is what it is. You know, let's see. I mean, we'll see if he admits it or – you know he's gonna deny it but you know it's just a, a sad sad end to a career. But um yeah we'll we'll see what happens with that man. But um you know um switching gears. Um you know let's let's talk uh, WWE the Elimination Chamber and um yeah man um the pay per view was it was all, it was alright. I mean it had some it had some great matches. I mean, I like the the um the divas the Beavers uh elimination chamber tag team match. That's what start off the the show. I mean, you know the regular show, and of course you know uh, the Boston hug connection. Bailey and Sasha Banks they defeated uh, Carmella and Naomi, um, Mandy Rose and Sonya Sonya Deville, Nia Jackson Tamina, Iconics, and uh, the Wyatt Squad. And um, you know it was, it was a pretty good match, you know. And the question is, what are they going to do with the the women's tag team titles? You know, are they? Because there's rumors they're going to defend it everywhere. They're going to defend it on NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. So it's definitely going to have a lot more prestige than the than the Universal title right now, because Brock Lesnar is hardly defends the title as we speak. So.
1: I mean, what we'll at every major
0: major pay-per-view. I repeat that? Yeah, he defends it at every major pay-per-view. Yeah, basically. Uh like but every yeah. 3 months. Yep. Exactly. And um yeah, that's the very... Yeah, basically was wrong on that pick from last week. You know, I thought Naomi and uh I mean Nia Jackson and uh, Tamina would win it. Um but you know they basically once uh, Nia Jax crashed into the um elimination chamber pod, you know that basically took her out of the the, the equation and once I saw that happen I knew I knew they were going to get elim- I knew they were going to get eliminated because they rightfully um jumped uh Tamina and that basically ended their chances of uh, getting the title. Um I'm trying to think what else happened. I thought then, the uh, I thought in the female tag team match, I Conks was definitely gonna win it, but man, I kind of didn't stand a chance of that match. Yeah. I mean they did defeat uh Carmela and Naomi for the first elimination before they got eliminated. But I think yep. Naomi and Ta Tamina I mean by Tamina and uh Nia Jax, if my memory serves me right. Yeah. But uh, Well it was a I good mean, match. Russia... Sasha and Bailey would would have been my second pick. I I just I, I for some reason I didn't think of that. I don't know why. What happened? Sasha and Bailey would have been my second pick. I don't know why I didn't think of them as winners before. Um yeah, I mean I, I thought that was a possibility since they're very popular, but I thought they would definitely have like a you know heel tag team. But they find they they threw the fans a bone and, and uh, made the the Boston Hog Connection become the inaugural tag team champion. So, yeah, congratulations to the ladies. Congrats. Uh, and then uh, let me see what uh, Buddy Murphy uh, defeated Tazawa. You were correct about that. I was wrong. I thought Tazawa would uh, win the title there. Mm-hmm. And then um, WWE did the right thing with the Usos. Um, defeating The Miz and, and Shane. Um, as I said, you know, it would have been realistic for the Usos to win. And there's rumors that Usos might be on their way out, you know, because all it, all, all, elite wrestling, man, they just, they're um, they're giving uh, WWE stiff competition, you know, and a lot of people are, are leaving, or rumored to be leaving WWE, Gene, Dean, Ambo, uh, Dean Ambrose, um, uh, Ty Dillinger um got his got his his uh WWE granted his request with the release. Um they released uh, Arn Anderson backstage. Um I'm trying to think who else. There's rumors that the revival might leave. So WWE put the title on them. Um I'm trying to think. Uh who else was who, was rumored to leave? Um uh Maria Canales and her husband Mike. Only could be leaving. A lot of people who they put the title on recently are are basically they've um they've uh they've they've won the title recently. Wow. So it looks like WWE is very scared of losing losing their talent that they're not using properly. WWE has to fix that, man. Can't be losing the, these many talented people. You yep. give them a chance. Absolutely. And then, of course, we're going to dive into the, um, the call ups that they did on Raw and SmackDown uh, momentarily. Um, let me see. Finn Balor defeated Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush uh, for the Intercontinental title. And, of course, at the, at the end of the match, Bobby Lashley attacked Leo Rush. Um, and then on Raw, they joined, they joined forces again. So it's like nothing ever happened, you know? No explanation. <laughs> with no explanation. And then of course then Baron Corbin defeated Braun Strowman um with the D- Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley joining forces with Ban Corbin again, uh, for the first time in like what, a few months ago, with no yeah. explanation there. So that's weird. Braun Strowman and and Bobby and uh and uh Baron Corbin fought each other for the one millionth time in the past two months that they've had. And uh, this was basically a raw match, and I mean, and I don't mean that in a polite way. This mm-hmm. is not the, this is not Monday Night Raw from, you know, back in the Attitude era when the DX, you know, were running the shots. Which, you know, congratulations to them. The entire DX crew is uh, finally going in. You know, well-deserved honor for uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, who is now a two-time Hall of Famer. Uh, New Age Outlaws, uh, Billy Gunn and um, X, uh, Billy Gunn and um, Road Dogg, um, X-Pop, and then now China is going in posthumously. So long overdue. Yeah, it's about time. So congratulations to all of them. Congrats. Yeah, it's messed up that they now they buried a hatchet with China after she died. Yeah, that's another thing. But now she's finally going in. Similar to what they did with Macho Man, right, so, right. So it's a victory for the fans, you know that all all, the, all of them are going in. Well, at Triple H, we know he was going in, so I mean, there's no there was no there was no, no spoiler alert with that one. But still, a you know a, a worthy addition to the Hall of Fame, even though he is my least favorite wrestler of all time. So. <laughs> That's that's beside the point. Um, yeah, so I never want to see Bobby, uh, Baron Corbin, and Braun Strowman fight ever. I mean, ever, ever. I never want to see these guys ever fight again. Yeah, I mean, come on. But man. we know that's gonna happen on damn matches every damn run raw. This is all is gonna happen, and and the the McMahon's were 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 saying, oh, we're 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 in charge. We're gonna shake things up. And we're gonna produce new stars and all that stuff, which I guess we'll get into that um, after we in a in a very in a few minutes. Uh, wrapping that up, uh, Ruby Riot she lost to Ronda Rousey in like two minutes, and then she lost to her again on Raw in a rematch. And I mean, this is the problem with Ronda Rousey. I mean, she's 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 a super sane wrestler, man. It's like she's, <laughs> I mean, it's like she's a super sane god, man. Like you can't stop her. That's why they it's put like the title. She's female version of Lesnar. She is. That's exactly what she is, and that's the problem. They, they. I said that from if you watch the this show when they were putting when they were um putting the giving her the title shot like earlier last year. I was saying like they should have made her go on the hunt. Don't give her a title opportunity. This uh, the road to WrestleMania right now should have been the time when she's getting her title shot. Cause she sh- she would have been hungry. She would have been. This, this people like Goldberg did in '98, you know, in '97, like destroying people, and then he got the opportunity and finally won it. There would have been a buildup, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, she's she's like Rey from from the Star Wars sequel trilogy. She has no, she has no equal. She has no 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 threat to her. She's she's super powerful, you know. Now she doesn't have an equal, you know. She Ruby Riot would have been a a threat to her. Um, Sonya Deville could have been a threat to her. Um, I'm trying to think. Obviously, Charlotte Flair and and, and Becky Lynch are the only two ladies who could possibly defeat her. But there could have been a handful of ladies that you could count on one hand that could potentially give give her a run for her money or be her nemesis, which I'm hoping Becky Lynch will be at WrestleMania once they officially reinstate her from the suspension. But... Yeah, WWE should have played their hand a little bit more. They should have made her chase the title. Yeah. You know, her, she would have been, you know, it would have been an epic victory for her. Um, Similar to somebody I'm going to talk about in like a minute or two. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I guess those are all the matches, except I guess I'll just dive right into it. Kofi Kingston. You know, that's the, the way it's long overdue. That Kofi Kingston gets a title shot. I mean, he fought a, 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 a an awesome match at Elimination Chamber, but unfortunately, Daniel Bryan, you know, he beat the odds and uh, came out as champion. Unfortunately, as I wanted to. And if you know, if you watch this show or listen to this show, you know, I'm a huge Daniel Bryan fan prior to this heel turn. But I was really rooting for Kofi to win, man, because that match he did on SmackDown, like. That was impressive, that even in losing effort in that gauntlet match, you know, that guy, he he really showed, you know, what a talented dude he is. I mean, for the past 11 years, you know, this guy's been, you know, been working hard every year, man. And um, the last time he had a title shot was when he had that feud with Randy Orton like about 10 years ago. And I think you were at that match at MSG. Um, Oh, yeah, that was a great match. Yeah, like he when he went through the ta- when he um did the boom boom drop off the um off Randy Orton through the table. Yep, I remember that. And um yeah, ever since then I think he botched the move and Randy Orton called him stupid, stupid, and like on live <laughs> TV, and that basically killed his push up until now. Um, so here's the million dollar question: Will Will Kofi Kingston win the title? In headline WrestleMania well my answer is yes and no the, the should he be a main eventer absolutely everybody was, was rooting for him at the elimination chamber not to mention the gauntlet match he's always been a fan favorite even before he joined New Day but the problem is is that basically he just took the spot of Mustafa Ali so basically Mustafa Ali would have been um would have would have been the last person standing against Daniel Bryan at the match but what WWE didn't anticipate is that how over Kofi Kingston would have been with the fans like the fans were at, at the edge of their seats me included you know like I was really pulling for him to win even though I, I had a bad feeling that he would lose the match uh due to outside interference by Luke Harper but that hasn't happened and yet I should say because unfortunately, WWE doesn't believe, WWE, the rumor is, is that they don't know who's going to be defending the title against Daniel Bryan, spoiler alert, at WrestleMania. So most likely he's going to lose this title opportunity and he's going to face a returning Kevin Owens or, um, I'm trying to think who else, who, The, the maybe even Bray Wyatt. If the WWE Universe is loud enough, maybe Kofi Kingston will get one more shot because Kofi Kington has earned that opportunity to face, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. And congratulations to him. He is going to face Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. But the question is, will they finally put the title on him this year? Will they put the title on him at Fastlane? And if not, will he face off against Daniel Bryan for the title one last time at WrestleMania? And unfortunately... As much as I want to see it happen, I don't think as of right now I don't think they're gonna put the title on Kofi at Fastlane, and most likely not WrestleMania because history has shown WWE is is hesitant to to make historic and bold moves like this. What, you what know, are your thoughts? Well, Kofi, you know it's been a long time coming, man. This guy has been in the game for a decade, and like you said. You know, uh, 10 years ago, he had that title shot against Randy Orton. Uh, It was a pushback because of that botch move against Randy, and then Randy (laughs) calling him stupid, stupid. But I was glad to see that he got his redemption on this past SmackDown when he called Randy Orton stupid. I don't (laughs) know if you saw that. Oh, yeah, not to mention he eliminated Orton in the elimination chamber to face off against Daniel Bryan Yep. in the finals. So that's another redemption story for him. Yeah, and the match at Elimination Chamber was great. I mean, this guy definitely deserves another title shot. And, you know, having him win it at WrestleMania, I mean, would we'll be even better. I, mean, I think it's time for, for him to get a major push again, man. It's well-deserved. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I think I think they should totally make him – I mean, as much as I want to see him win at Fastlane, they should probably have Luke Harper interfere in crossing the match, even though I hate seeing it. And then give him the title shot opportunity at WrestleMania because hey, you're he's right at the the last stop before WrestleMania. Might as well make him win that title at WrestleMania. The the arena would would, would just well the at MetLife Stadium. I mean, it's it's usually roofless, but it would just blow the, the 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 roof off the the place if they did that. So they should totally do that, but I don't see it happening. Um, anything you want to say quickly before we go? i uh, check out my show Saturday Saturdays here on Blocks Radio at 10, and come back here check out Sports River Legend, only on of Radio. You heard the guy. Check out Sports River Legend every Saturdays at 11. Check out my YouTube channel, Sports River Legend TV, and check out iMac every Saturdays at 10. I'm William Ramo. my colleague Matthew, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.